0: Listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a good episode for you today, and we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about what I went over on Friday in regards to my conversation, my back and forth with Laura Owens. You're going to get a kick out of this. Also going to talk a little bit more about some fallout, possibly, from the Golden Bachelor wedding. The golden wedding, as they're calling it. There's a phrase going around that's kind of driving me nuts because I don't know when it started. A very cool thing done by a New York dog rescue place. And I'll fill you in all on that. They had a, um, they took in a bunch of dogs and they named them after bachelor contestants and even included myself. I'll fill you in a little bit more on that. And then our weekly, if not daily update on what's the stupid headline someone came up with in regards to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Headline and story, just another doozy for you. <laughs> we'll get to all that momentarily. We start here with this. On Friday, I talked about the fact that Laura Owens had actually emailed me back for the first time in a couple of weeks. On Thursday after the story came out about Clayton's lawyers following, looking to quash her motion to dismiss the whole case because she's no longer pregnant. Why do we even have to worry about anything here? What is this even doing in court? What are you talking about? I'm not even pregnant anymore. Let's drop all of this. Clearly, Clayton's lawyers weren't going to let it go that easy. So they filed um, a retort, whatever you want to call it. I don't know the legal term for it. But it was 59 pages long, 40 of it being exhibits and basically screenshots of everything that Laura has done over the last four months. The first 20 pages are their response to no, 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 we don't let this go. This woman has been claiming for six months she is pregnant, and now she's just saying no longer pregnant, we're just going to drop it. Doesn't work that way. So I had told you that Laura contacted me on email and I did not read the emails because they're rather wordy and long and she's, you know, very manipulative in them and always wants to get her agenda across and doesn't address the things that I specifically say, even though she thinks she is. That's the funny part. But I did want to read one part of one of her emails because she emailed me. I emailed her back. She emailed me again in response to my email and then I read you what I wrote her back in my second email, because it was only like four sentences long, which was basically, you're a con artist, I'm just leaving it up in the Arizona courts now, you're gonna, you know, good luck, you're gonna need it. Well, the email before that was her starting off by just saying, your email calls for a clear response, particularly to shed light on the realities you seem to misunderstand or misrepresent. So when I first read that sentence, I'm like, oh my gosh, She's going to actually address the things that I said in my email to her, which were basically, in a nutshell, even though it was probably six paragraphs long, in a nutshell, it was, Laura, you're not pregnant. You never were. Just admit it. It'll be so much easier for you if you would just admit you're pregnant. Well, after that first sentence that I just read you that she wrote back in response to me, this is this is the only thing I'm going to read from her email, okay, because This is what I mean when I say she has to have her narrative out there and she never really addresses anything. So after that first sentence, she writes, let's start with the core fact, my pregnancy. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's going to give me something that is concrete or she's going to say, you know what? You were right. I've made the whole thing up. She then says, contrary to your claims, I was pregnant, and this is backed by comprehensive medical evidence. (laughs) What the fuck? I was pregnant, and this is backed by comprehensive medical evidence. When it comes to the paternity test, it's important to emphasize that the results were Quote, little to no fetal DNA, this is distinctly different from staying, from stating no fetal DNA. Your efforts to suggest otherwise are a gross misinterpretation of the facts. So here is a woman, seven months pregnant before she said, I lost, I am no longer pregnant, responds to me saying, Oh, Steve, I was pregnant. And it is backed by comprehensive medical evidence, then provides no comprehensive medical evidence to prove that she was pregnant. Do you understand how asinine that is? You literally just said it again, Laura. You were pregnant, were, and you have the proof of it because of comprehensive medical evidence and you provided none of that comprehensive medical evidence. So again, we're back to square one. Prove the pregnancy. We should have started a hashtag campaign around prove the pregnancy. Would have been really cool while she was quote unquote, still pregnant. Should have started a hashtag campaign and just bombarded people with it. Because that's all we've wanted. That's all we've wanted from Laura out of all this. You can take all the other stuff and all the other cases and this and that and the hearings and the weirdness of the hearings and playing with your belly on a hearing that you didn't even know was being recorded, yet you're moving your belly up and down. We have it on tape. We've seen it. It's clearly it was fake. It was not a real baby bump. So the second you didn't have a real baby bump, we knew you weren't pregnant. Because if you did have a real baby bump, you wouldn't be playing with it like it was a basketball. (sighs) did she not? Did she not know? I mean, that's the best part is because remember that first hearing Laura didn't know it was being recorded. That's why she went on a zoom call and stuck, I don't know, a pillow or some sort of contraption inside of her to pretend that she had a baby bump. She didn't know it was being recorded yet. We were all sitting there watching it. She didn't know until after the fact. So we have proof that she had a bump on her belly yet. Yes, there is a portion of the video where she literally pushes her belly up. If you're a pregnant woman and you have a child in your belly and you take your hands and you put them at the bottom of your belly and push up, your belly doesn't move up. But she didn't know she was being recorded, so she adjusted herself on camera. We have it. I still have the clip saved in my phone. It's clear that was not a real baby bump. But yet she has comprehensive medical evidence that she was pregnant. So that's the only part of the email that she sent back. And that was an email number two that I'm going to read you because basically that's all you need to know that we're dealing with someone here that still, still is going to claim, even though she's no longer pregnant, you notice how in this, she never addresses anything about no longer being pregnant, doesn't address anything about I'm devastated. I lost my children. I can't even, uh, you have no idea, Steve, how difficult it's been for me. Yeah. Because you didn't lose anything. Well, maybe you lost a pillow. <clears throat> maybe you lost a contraption that you strapped around yourself. Maybe you lost it in the trash. Maybe you misplaced it in your house. I don't know. Maybe your parents moved it for you. I don't know. But <laughs> you certainly didn't lose two children. I could tell you that much. So, yeah. I mean, you can only imagine how the rest of the email went with her. But... <laughs> I just wanted to lay that out there, that that's what she wrote. And I I couldn't believe it because I actually got excited off those first two sentences. I'm actually thinking, holy shit, she's going to might answer one of my questions. Holy shit, she even started with, let's start with the core fact, my pregnancy. And I'm like, oh my God, she's going to tell us that she never never was? Or she's going to tell me what happened to the twins that were once in her belly? Nope. She just said, I was pregnant. And uh, then provided no medical evidence that she was. So, man, like I said in my email to her, my last email to her, this is in the Arizona court's hands now. I told her she's getting destroyed by the Arizona court system. Maybe she doesn't comprehend that. She probably should because she is getting destroyed by the Arizona court system. She'll tell you she's not. She'll tell you she's won every single thing, every single motion she's ever filed. I mean, that's the way she thinks. She thinks she wins everything. She thinks she has the last word on everything. She doesn't. But she thinks she does. So we'll see how this goes. It's in the Arizona court's hands right now, as I told her. Good luck. You're going to need it because if this gets granted to Clayton and there is some sort of deposition that happens on January 17th, there isn't a better word to describe what she is up against than she's fucked. Plain and simple. So let's keep our hands let's let's uh, let's keep our hands clasped together in praying motion that the Arizona courts do what is right and absolutely take this woman to task for what she has put people through for the last six months and what she has done to the legal system is an embarrassment. So let's hope the right thing is done. Let's hope justice is served. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farmed fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store on HelloFresh. Make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You know me. We are getting down to the nitty-gritty here as bachelor season is supposed to start in two weeks. I've got so many shows. A lot of shows are coming back on TV now because the writer's strike is over. You see that shows are going back They're starting to film. So I'm going to be bombarded with shows. I don't have time. I need time. And these HelloFresh meals make it so easy, make it so quick for me to cook. And it's good stuff for you. It's protein-based. That's what I need to start the new year, protein-based. And for breakfast... They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day and HelloFresh agrees they're going to give all subscribers free breakfast for life. That means you'll enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. Now that's worth waking up early for go to hellofresh.com slash steve reality steve free and use code reality steve free for free breakfast for life one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active that's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash reality steve free with promo code reality steve free also brought to you by microdose gummies they deliver the perfect entry-level doses of thc that help you feel Just the right amount of good. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Promo code reality, Steve. It is available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code reality, Steve for 30% off and free shipping microdose.com promo code reality, Steve, something that happened over the weekend that I don't know if a lot of you saw, but Molly Mesnick went on Instagram story to recap her time at the Golden Wedding. You saw her there with Jason and a lot of former alumni, Trista and Ryan, Dez and Chris, Dean and Kalen, just so many people that were there from, you know, past seasons. Molly and Jason haven't been on the show in 15 years. Trista and Ryan haven't been on the show in 20 years, but yet they were invited to the wedding and obviously they took the free vacation. But Molly was giving kind of a roundabout recap on her Instagram stories on Saturday night. It kind of blew up because 10 of you sent it to me. And are like, who do you think she's talking about? Basically, what Molly had to say was a lot of people that she met at the wedding had no interest in talking to her. She just said it was really weird going there. She already had anxiety going in because she is an older veteran. I'm not talking about age wise. just talking about the fact that, as I said, their season was 15 years ago. So how do the people who have been on the show in the last two, three, four years act to towards somebody who's been on the show who was on the show 15 years ago. And Molly did not name any names. She did name people that she had a good time with. So I don't know if that means anything, but she laid it out there and said it was interesting uh, dealing with some people who clearly had no interest in getting to know her and Jason, people that didn't even bother to ask questions and were clearly looking to hang out with people who had more followers. And look, I'm not gonna say I'm surprised by that, In fact, I'm not surprised at all. Like, I don't know how many times I've had to say it over the years. Like, there is a certain faction of this cast and of this alumni that only care about what can other people do for me? How can they help me? How can they advance my brand? And, you know, Molly called them out, except she didn't do it by name. So I guess people are just going to have to guess. I'm not going to sit here and throw out names because I wasn't there and I didn't see who Molly spoke to. I didn't see who Molly tried to have a conversation with and they basically ghosted her. I didn't see it. So I'm not going to sit here and throw names out. But it was very interesting. A lot of people are talking about it since, like I said, it was sent to me at least 10 different times on Instagram. People would just take her Instagram story and either send it to me in an email and let me know about it or screenshot it and send it to me and say, hey, you got to go listen to this. So I follow Molly. So I did see it um, after people had told me about it. I went and looked. It was interesting, to say the least. I mean, (laughs) would it have been great tea if she named people by name? Yeah. And, you know, look, I think all of us have in our head who she was talking about. And I don't think you would be that far off, you know. I'd leave it at that. Something that has come up recently, I feel like I've got a decent enough pulse on not everything that's hip. I don't want to sit here and say I know every hip word or every hip phrase or what the kids are up to nowadays. I don't know all of that. However, there's a phrase going around right now that I swear has started within the last two weeks because for my 48 years on this planet, I never heard this phrase used really ever. And now I hear it used all the time. What do you hear now when people want to compliment somebody or express their appreciation or gratitude or love for somebody that you're giving someone their flowers? When did this start? What, what am I missing? I have never heard that before. Now, I didn't even need to hear it or, you know, Google it to find out once I started hearing, oh, you got to give that person their flowers. I knew it meant something, a term of endearment, like, hey, good job. You know, like like I said, express appreciation, gratitude towards somebody. Give them their flowers. I'm just saying, I swear I haven't heard that phrase up until the last two weeks, and now I hear it every day, either on a podcast (laughs) or I hear it um, just on TV. (laughs) Has this phrase just, did it literally just come about in 2024? Has it only been eight days since it's been around? Because I swear I've never heard this before. And did somebody, I mean, why can't we just say, hey, express love to somebody, express gratitude to somebody. When did someone come up with giving someone their flowers? (laughs) You beat me. Speaking of giving someone their flowers, I want to do it. I'm going to show a shout out to somebody. And that is the Waldo's Rescue Pen. They are located in New York City. They're a nonprofit profit based rescue organization in New York City. And they transport dogs every two to three weeks uh, from the South to be fostered or adopted. Well, yesterday, they brought in a bunch of dogs and they made it a bachelor theme. They usually do different themes. They've had a a Bravo-themed theme. And so they'll just name the dogs after people from the franchise of whatever franchise they decide to do. Well, this past weekend was a Bachelor-themed one, and they named one of their dogs Steve Carbone, a.k.a. Reality Steve. Some of the other ones they brought in this weekend, let's see, Trista Sutter, Tyler Cameron, Colton Underwood, Sean Booth, Jordan Rogers, Sean Lowe, Ryan Sutter, Ali Fedotowski. Those were just some of the dogs. If you want to go check it out, if you're in the New York area, all these single dogs, they were on their Instagram story yesterday, all of them just very very cute. And if you're in the New York area and you're looking to adopt or even looking to foster, go to Waldo's Rescue Pen. That is the well, let me get let me make sure I got the um Oh, it's just Waldo's Rescue is the Instagram page. So it's Waldo's Rescue, W-A-L-D-O-S Rescue. And go check out their feed. Go check out their Instagram stories. You'll see live videos of the dogs and pictures. Really cool cause. I want to thank them for naming one of their dogs after me. I think that's so cool. But you can go to their website. They provide all the supplies you need uh, to give a dog a home for two to three weeks if you want to foster or you can adopt one of these dogs they were really really precious and and i'm you know obviously having adopted the two dogs that i've had in my life maddie and now luca i'm all for rescuing and these dogs obviously they need a home and you know it's it's tough sometimes to look at these things and it's really tough to (laughs) it's tough to watch some of these sometimes you know it's because I'm not in a position to adopt another, I just, I, especially from out of state, you know, um, it's just not going to happen for me. But Waldo's Rescue, go to it on Instagram. A bunch of new dogs came in. Obviously, you can name your dog whatever you want, but they have named them after bachelor-related uh, contestants. And check it out if you're if you're so inclined to. Maybe you're in the process of looking to foster and you're in the New York area or you're looking to adopt. Go check it out at Waldo's rescue. And finally, we're going to end with this Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I know shocker, right? However, I almost feel like this needs to be a daily thing where I find a stupid headline or a stupid story that proves once again, that the entertainment sites have no idea what NFL football is. (laughs) This one, I mean, I keep saying this one takes the cake. This one yesterday might take the cake. For those that don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs had already clinched a playoff spot. They didn't need to win or lose their game yesterday against the Chargers in L.A. They were going to be the three seed in the AFC playoffs this upcoming weekend. As of this recording, we don't know who they're playing because I'm recording this during the Sunday night game. They are either going to be hosting the Miami Dolphins or they're going to be hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. So one of those two games. But they couldn't move up or down, which meant that Travis Kelsey, there's no reason to play your starters if you can't move up or down in the seating. And the Chiefs didn't. They rested basically everybody. Rested Patrick Mahomes. They rested Travis Kelsey. So with Travis Kelsey not playing in his game in L.A., and Taylor was in L.A. with Brittany Mahomes and the wife of one of the other tight ends on the Kansas City Chiefs Saturday night at Spago, Here was the headline that they wrote on their Instagram story. Taylor Swift is skipping the KC Chiefs game, but Travis Kelsey is still supporting his team despite not playing today. (laughs) They're making it seem like Travis is going out of his way to support his team. Hey, Us Weekly, whether he's playing or not, he has to be at the fucking game. He's not going to be hanging out with his girlfriend in a booth or in a suite. What do you mean, despite him not playing, he's still going to support his team? Oh, my God. I'm almost like, keep it coming. Because these are now just becoming ridiculously funny to me. How much the entertainment sites, how little they know about football, to write a sentence like that. Taylor Swift didn't go to the game, but Travis went to support his team. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. Big episode of the Sports Daily coming up in an hour from now as we break down your playoff matchups this upcoming weekend in the NFL. Who plays when? Early thoughts, early leans on some of the games. We'll get to all that on the Sports Daily today. Again, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.